Welcome back to this episode of Quantum Perspectives with myself, Jason, and my co-host, Iori. In this episode, we're going to be talking about phrases, media, and other things that have affected us to change in a both positive and or negative way. This can be from our surroundings. It can be from uh, things that we've watched, things that we've heard or read on social media, TV, growing up. And much, much more. So let me give this to you first. Do you have any phrases or medias that affected you growing up or even now, let's say? Um, I realized that I tend to be very influenced by animes that I watch. Um, starting from Full Metal Alchemist and uh, Yuri on Ice. And the most recent one will be Licorice Recoil. What about you? I also grew up with, I guess, anime. I watched Doraemon and that really opened up my creativity and wishing I wish I had that kind of pocket or that kind of friend like Doraemon. There was this one episode which I feel very dumb for trying to replicate. But in one episode... Uh, Nobita was trying to study for a test. And oh, is Doraem- it Ankipan? Uh, no, I don't. Is it? What's Ankipan? Sorry, just to clarify. Uh, It's a bird where you can kind of scan your notebook and eat it yeah. so that you memorize. Yeah, I did it. Oh, yeah. I wrote my notes. I put that bread on that book and nothing <laughs> stuck on. Oh. And my, and my parents called me dumb for trying. But I said it worked. And I saw that it worked on TV. And if Dorai, maybe it's the wrong bread. Yeah, it's not the wrong bread. You know what? I've drawn... A whole diagram with stars and symbols mm-hmm. and you know clap my hand and touched it just to see what happens because i wanted to be edward elric myself and nothing happened you drew a circle yeah i drew a circle and i barely remembered but you know they draw star-ish thing on it and then put some symbols so what I did. You, what did you draw with chalk? No, I just did it on a piece of paper. Maybe you should have drawn it on the ground. I should have. But people I should would try think that. you're summoning something else. I would assume. I think I will try that. Maybe like tomorrow. Oh my! I shouldn't have said that. Maybe. Oh well. But I think but when i think about what i heard or listened to growing up i'd say it's 
analogies and idioms that my family would say and these ones that and these ones i'd say are the ones that stuck and changed me for the better sometimes i i question if they make sense or not like a few episodes ago i said it's the emptiest drums that ring the crispiest because it's empty there's also another one that's translated to english as enemy in the blanket okay that's what another. does that mean enemy in the blanket that means um your closest enemy is someone it tends to be someone that you let in really close to you because it's in I your see. blanket right? i see because it's under this um, assumption that we're have, did you grow up being told that you're safe as long as you're under your blanket or you're in the blanket no one's gonna attack no. you no like the monsters under your bed are afraid of you when you're in your blanket oh that's it's where it's un- coming from it's under this pretense that you're safe as long as you're in your blanket so therefore if your enemy is in your blanket that means they're the people closest to you that make you feel safe i see is it yeah. where your trust issue is coming from <laughs> just asking i'm sorry let's just say a lot of these analogies i've seen the real life applications of them. i see but i'm more of former phobic in your friend type of person sorry what did you say for i'm not sure if i'm saying this correctly but former foe becomes your friend it's like the enemy um, of my enemy is my friend yeah like people who used to be sort of like opposing you or rivals enemies they become your friends is this from anime by any chance it sounds like a very normal plot line it's uh i learned this phrase from uh lyrics of uh of a swedish band Uh, it's called gravitonas that sounds Uh, very scientific yeah and Wait, they is it sing actually sing in Swedish? If they're a Swedish band, by any chance? Um, no. Actually, they sing in um, English. And, okay. Uh, so, about the band. Um, I learned about the band because there was this another band that I really liked. That was produced by the same person. Again, a Swedish music producer called uh, Alexander Bard. Um, so that original band is called BWO, which stands for Bodies Without Organs. That's a philosophy term, I think. And that music producer person is also a um professor at university and he teaches philosophy so that's where it's coming from and yeah actually that band influenced me 
a lot, I'd say, sort of subconsciously, because uh, two other members of the band, uh, the keyboard person was an art dealer, and the vocalist was an engineer. So it first taught me that, oh, people can balance two different, two completely different things as a job, because they're, you know, all doing band, doing music as uh, one of their careers, but also they have their own thing. Plus, um, all those things that they're doing kind of shaped me what I'm interested in, to think back now. But speaking of music, this okay. is the episode I've been long waiting for to talk about the 48 group, AKB48 group. And their influence for me, I'd say, is still ongoing, but it started in 2008. Um, I understand that they started a bit before 2008, so I'm not exactly one of those, what you would call, I'm your fan from day one, because I did not know about them from day one. But I did my homework. I've done, I went back in time first, so I watched all the first like beginning thankful for all the documentaries that uh, they used to put legally and illegally on the internet back then so I get to catch up but if I have to say that's in terms of music that's my biggest influence uh, of course ex except for music from Indonesian so that's uh, Indonesia so there I am a fan of sad songs if you don't know, some of the most common music, or if I'd say, I dare say the most common music in Indonesia is like Heartbroken, oh Moving On. I don't know why, but most of our songs is about Heartbroken, One-Sided Love, Not Being Able to Move On. Those are the best hit songs. I don't know why. But those are the best songs that we have. And it's just this common theme. It just go the wheel just keeps turning. Same concept, different packaging. Interesting. Different singer. Yeah. It hasn't changed. Well, I guess it's similar in Japan, but but then I'm not really a listener of those songs. Um. Uh. I listen to a lot of techno music and electronic music without any like vocals often. So to like house, you know, it's just like beats is and it? like a synth. Uh -huh. Or um, lyric lyrics that are hard to interpret or just random words kind of put together and they don't make a lot of sense but kind of make sense as a whole type of thing that sounds like performance art yes yes definitely i don't know what i don't know if you know this artwork but there's a performance art where it's just somebody yelling into the mic i don't know if you've seen this art this performance before it happened to be a japanese person too oh 
Yeah, it just had like a mic, single mic connected to a speaker. Uh-huh. And they just, it just sounded, not to, I don't mean to be rude, but it sounded very metal. It's like, and he was just yelling into the mic. It reminds me of Yoko Ono. I only know one piece from Yokono. It's the one where she's sitting down and she's getting her uh, pieces ah, of clothing cut. Ah, the cut piece, yeah. Yeah, that's the only that's one because it keeps it keeps getting played. So that's the one I remember the most. But there was this song, okay, so by both John Lennon and Yoko Ono, which is basically both of them yelling each other's name, and that's it. Like, but anyways. About the music? Yeah. Going yes. back to my music experience, it didn't end there because I don't. For those who don't know, because they're uh, the forty-eight groups would have concerts. They'll have uh, like interviews. They go to shows, but I really like their documentaries. So there are a few. Um, one of them is called "No Flower Without Rain." Oh, what this documentary talked about was their journey from day one and how they got to where they are now. And I like the concept. No flower without rain. Yes, I know when you think about it, you can water the flowers, but you can't water all the flowers. Some of them are out of reach. That's why you need the rain. And sometimes when you think of the rain, that's not really the most positive looking sky out there, right? It's dark, it's cloudy. The rain is all the tears or the sweat. Wow. And there's another saying which in I don't I don't I hope maybe you can translate this for me. Um ase no ryo wa hampa janai. The amount of sweat is incredible. Oh, hampa janai is like I don't know how just, to translate that though. I think how that translated, or, or I'm, look at me trying to correct a Japanese person. And <laughs> uh-huh. when I listened to it back then, I interpreted it more as the amount of sweat that they sh- um, shed. Is that the right word? Shed is not just for show. I see. Well. As a as a native Japanese speaker, I took it as it's the amount is incredible, as in it's abnormal. It's not mm. a regular amount. But I I see your point though. I, this could be my lack of, you know, my lack of skills, but that's how I interpreted it as back then. Like hampa jana is like it's not just for show. It's not, you know. Yeah, like you said, it's an incredible amount. It's not, it's abnormal. Perfect. And there are things like that where, and another one that says, there was an interview, for those of you who don't know, their center person, Maeda Atsuko-san, who was, and it's, I would say still is legendary in um, 48 group history. She had this one interview in for her Road to graduation, which was such a big deal back then. Right, right. And 
she w- there was a scene of her when they were preparing for the concert there was actually a few scenes where this is such a monumental goal they'd never gone to Tokyo Dome for those f- and for most groups I would say Tokyo Dome or performing at Tokyo Dome concert is such a big deal it seems like it was such a pinnacle or monumental thing to be there yes so yes. there were scenes of the younger generation practicing and there was someone that there was a first generation person that said um, if you want to sleep go home like this isn't the place for you for that but if you want to if you ca- can push through if you have that drive then this is the place for you there's another scene that says asobu toki wa asobu when it's time to play, then play. You know, have fun. When it's time to do your work, then you should proper. It's time to properly do your work. And I absorbed that. I don't know if this is a very work culture mindset where if you're tired, then go home. But for those of you who have the energy and drive to push forward, then this is then you can stay, keep pushing forward, and then paired with when it's time to play, you play. When it's time to work, you do your work properly. And those were val those were probably words that were not meant for me, but I took it and made it my own value. Oh, I have to do my work properly. Oh, if I'm tired, then that just shows how much I'm lacking in terms of resolve. I need to push forward. I need to push more. And then when, and then there was a episode where they talked about what's a saying that someone said that really helped you. And one person wrote, which is hard work, hard work, hard work. No, sorry. That, that's very you. Hard work, hard work, and hard work again. I think that's how you translate it, roughly. Yes, yes. And I can't help but I fell in love with that. Hard work, hard work, and then hard work again. That's how you get somewhere. I I embodied that. And then soon after... I just like way so just jumping ahead I got into K-pop later on down the road and something similar um, there's a phrase that somebody said practice will never betray oh, sorry practice does not betray so a bit similar so those few phrases to me are what made me feel the need to become more machine to kill off my weak resolve, lack of motivation, and tell myself that the difference of you and the version of you that is more successful is your decision to stand here and ponder about, oh, you know, I don't know if I can do it. Don't think, just do it. That's the difference of 99 and 100%. It's your lack of resolve. 
And then my my dad would sometimes say, "Why are you so scared of getting hundred percent?" Like I'm scared of getting hundred percent. I'm not scared of getting hundred percent. I'm gonna show I'm gonna show him that I'm not scared of getting hundred percent. I don't usually get hundred percent, but I'm still gonna try. And it's these phrases that eventually I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying, eventually these phrases become more deeply rooted. And I've become more, I don't know, this is about to get dark, but my value comes from my performance. I see. I don't know if it's positive or negative, but I'd say depending on the situation, or at least at least before I met you, or after I met you, I realized that it's quite a negative effect. Because according to you, I take things too far, and there's a lot of self neglect in the process of it. Because, like you said, and a few others have said, and not to disqualify the rest, you're not machine. You know, you get tired, you bleed, you have emotions. You're not built to f- function like a machine, because you're much more than that. But then here I am thinking. I have to work hard. I have to work hard. I have to be efficient. You know, like kill off your heart. Just do it. Stick to the stick to the mission. Stick to the plan, and just do it. And I'd say don't. <laughs> just the contrast. Yeah. But this is again not to disregard your opinion, but I got to where I am. Partly because of this, so there is some credit to it. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm not saying I regret a hundred percent. But again, at what cost, right? But these, and I still I see a lot of on my social media, um, for you page on TikTok or my like homepage. I don't know what the word is for Instagram anywhere. Discover page. There's a lot of these, uh, aside from like photo examples, from uh, other photographers, I see a lot of "you did well today" or things like that. So I'm trying to really recover, or I guess change my way of thinking now compared to before. But I see media now that help me and phrases. I and I hear some things from you and from our, my other friends as well, that somewhere along the way they just stick to me. But well, actually, AKB, oh sorry, oh sorry, should I? Sorry. Oh, okay. I was. I was just gonna say that um, I used to have similar point of view because, obviously, um, Full Metal Alchemist is about equivalent exchange right so you put effort and you get what you deserve which is you learn something new and especially um back in the days when i was watching and i was of course a kid right so i feel like it helped me stay focused on studying and it took me to where i was at at certain point i'd say before i sort of shift my mindset but I I see where you're coming from and I do agree to some level 
go ahead. But in a more positive light, I'd say back to the 48 group that if that hasn't been made clear by now, that is the biggest media impact I've had in my um, adolescence life, let's say. Or, yeah, growing up from elementary to, what's it called? Elementary, secondary, or junior high school to high school, and now university, and before, and now post-university. Growing up from, I think, age 8 or 10... What impact I it had on me was the music videos. And ironically, it's in a language that I did not really understand yet. So I don't know how it worked out. But you know, it's like reading a picture book. You just watch the video the music videos and you kinda get the storyline. So I wanna say I was introduced to video production at a young age. I watched the making of behind the scenes. But a lot of these music video videos and the lyrics translation back then really helped me to, how should I put it, gain an understanding of, oh, that's the ideal life that I want to live. For example, there are, there's a song uh, called Iwake Maybe or My Excuse is maybe and I know that song <laughs> there is another one called Fasto Rabito or First Rabbit which I still don't get what it's really about but it has some really nice lyrics back then um, uh, there's a one there's one line in the chorus that says Kizutsuku tabi otonari naru yo I think it's like I think it's roughly translated to when you when we get hurt you become an adult uh-huh. and it just stuck with me like I, oh, oh really that means I need to get more hurt more hurt more hurt which is completely wrong guys don't copy this beep these the following actions were performed by professionals please do not imitate at home there are more recent ones that I fell in love with um, there is yuhi o miteiru no ka which is, uh, do you see, are you looking at the sunlight? Do you see the sunlight? There is a word, there are words in the, in the song that goes, Ningen kanke wa mendo da kedo, hitori de wa ikite, hitori de wa ikite. Ah, I forgot the lyrics. Hitori de wa ikite arenai, I think. Is it? I don't know. Probably. Like, human interaction is a burden, but we can't live alone. And there is a more recent one called Honest Man, Honest Man which... Uh, maybe it's a bit it's a bit more romance based because it's talking about being honest no matter how uncool you might look like. I think the where I can't remember the lyrics now, but it goes something like 
君が好きだたとえどんなか格好悪くても That's sweet. 本当の気持ちをごます Something like something. I forgot the lyrics. Because I, I remember the, they trans, they,、uh, JKT48 or Jakarta48 did a translation of it. So also I they、see. did their version of it. So I remember that one more. And then I heard the Japanese one because apparently, oh, there's a Japanese one. And then there is another one called 17, which is about someone who, a boy and a girl who. The girl moved away and then she came back to her, her, her old town and found out that the guy that she liked is now married and has a child. And she was too late to say she liked her, him. Such is life.、Uh, but there's、I、just、see. lyrics like this. Like there is. I don't know if you know another one called Boku no Taiyo, my son. No. Maybe it's okay. But the, the main point is the, the chorus, Kimi wa ima boku no taiyo. Like, you are now my son. I'm like, wah! Like, you. Sh- at least, you know, at, in my childish or still little child inner self m- mode, I felt like they were saying that to me. <laughs> like, Oh, they, I brighten up their day. I see. Don't judge me. I won't judge you. I can relate. I have, I'm mostly affected by these songs. I am not too affected by the more recent ones, unfortunately. I'm not saying they're not good. It just doesn't strike a chord. Maybe because, well, let, me, let me defend myself. I think it's because I am. Or I was quite binded to the members at the time. And that's what made the difference. Oh. So now that the members have changed, I'm not saying maybe because I'm not following it as much anymore because I'm more local in、um, Jakarta or JKT48. That's why I'm not so up to date. And they're not making too much.、Um, New singles or original new singles, so I'm real. I would say I'm up, I'm out of date because、oh. they're doing more older ones. I see. Well, that's enough of me for now. What about you? Do you have more things you want to share? So, again, I had sort of similar mindset as you do, maybe not to the extent that <laughs> it was hurting me, or when I noticed that. It was kind of hurting me. I changed, right? And then the next anime kind of influenced me was Yuri on Ice.、Um, so there's this coach,、uh, Yuri's coach. Yuri's my favorite character. And his coach,、um, she, she keeps saying a lot of、um, important things, leaving important quotes to me. And one is that、uh, throw yourself away. Your past self is dead. People who can be reborn as many times as necessary are the strong ones. So that kind of, you can tell, right? I was trying to change myself completely. So that's 
I'd say an influence and and I still have the idea that I can constantly change myself or keep evolving. So um I say this is this is one of the most important phrases I stick on to to this page. Um and another another quote by her is have pride in yourself as a work of art until the very end, Yuri. And, you know, when she says Yuri, it kind of sounds like Yori. So I'm like, oh, she said that to me. I don't know if you're really, you're really pushing that one. Well, but then again, um, because it's about figure skating and there, there are people who express this. So I can relate as an artist too, right? So this kind of mindset helped me not give up when I'm working on something and I have something that I want to express. And, you know, sometimes it's not easy to reach to that point or satisfaction, but... Um, yeah, so these two quotes really helped me um, in terms of how I how I see my life, but more as an artist, I'd say. And again, um, as an artist, one of the biggest influence will be a quote by Victor, also from the same anime, Yuri on Ice, saying, you have to do the opposite of what people expect. How else will you surprise them? That's my motto. So, this is where my out of the box way of expressing stuff is probably coming from. But then again, sometimes I'm doing stuff that I see as completely normal or I see as within people's expectation, but that can be out of the box to some people. So I'm not fully applying this intentionally but then again i like this way of thinking so um i keep that to myself and i'll share some of the recent ones because it really resonates with my way of thinking right now and um so different anime it's it's from licorice recoil um, and there's this character called Chisato, who I really love, almost worship, because what she said was, what I want to do always gets top priority. Well, that leads to many failures as well. So she knows that that could lead to failures, but she still prioritizes what she wants to do. And it's kind of coming from a setting where um, she she has issues with her heart, so she can't live long. That's why she's trying to enjoy every moment of her life. And it's not that I have a serious health issues, but as I see a lot of old people around me, where I live and because of my family situations, 
this is not something that's too far for me. And it might feel so sad to say this as a person in like mid-twenties, but... And these quotes might sound kind of taking life not seriously, but for, for me, I feel that it's actually taking life very, very ser seriously so that you're not going to regret in the future. I don't know if you agree with this, but that's how my way of thinking kind of shifted over time. And okay, here's another important one by Chisato. You're going to become sad just so you can meet someone else's expectations? That's boring. And when I heard that, it really, it really got stuck in my heart. I was like, that's true. Because it might go back to uh, the, the last episode, but at the end of the day, it's, it's your life. Like, I should do what I want to do. So, yeah. Again, that's that's where I am at right now. Any thoughts? Oh well, no, not really. Thank you for sharing. I just as I was listening, I and hearing some of the phrases and quotes that you presented, I also couldn't help but remember again a few more words that um really got me through, which I seem to have completely forgotten. Uh, there are two songs um, from number 48 or uh, NMB48, uh, one of them is called Boku wa Matteru, or I'm waiting or I will wait. And it's talking about, it's mainly about two people, one person that, uh, it talks about the journey of two people, specifically one person who is okay and the other person who they're not really okay they have too much baggage they have too much pressure there is a phrase that says remember your dream are you gonna give up in a place like this right that that sounds ah. correct Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I didn't know I was being tested. <laughs> but yeah, they were, it, that came at a time where it re that really sparked an, a lot of energy back into me. Like, you know, I think the English equivalent is remember why you even started. And that tends to work. And then there's another song by NMB48 that's called... Um, I think, like, uh, December 31st, essentially. And I don't know if this is still a thing. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe there is, I don't know if it happens on New Year's, but there's something called Kohaku Utagasen. With it? And I don't know if it happens on New Year's, but in the song I did. Uh, New Year's Eve, to be specific. Ah, okay, okay. So the story of the song is based around this one member who did not make it. 
so they're just watching their f- like friends who are were chosen for the show and they're performing i see i don't know how i feel when i think when i try to remember it again because it talks about um this person moved away from another city to just join this group and yeah they're doing they're they're a member but they didn't make it to the show and they're talking to their they're they're talking to their parents for new year's eve i guess now that i know it's new year's eve and they're saying oh yeah it's it's fine like i'm having a lot of good time it's working out really well but they're talking to their mom specifically and then as they're watching the tv of their fellow members performing and they're sitting at home watching the um them perform you start crying because there's this feeling of i didn't make it like i'm still not good enough and the year's gonna end i see i don't know about you but usually i get really self-reflecting at the year end of the year the hell and i start to think how did i do this year am i doing well what am i gonna do next year i self-reflect and that song just just reminds me because it's exactly December thirty first, and it's called that. Wow! And soon, I might experience that. You know, I'm gonna be away by myself, celebrating New Year's maybe by myself, working at a new place, new job, new like new environment by myself. And I'm, I'm just thinking now, am I going to have to go through that too? Or like, oh yeah, it's I'm a, it's amazing here. I'm really getting along with, every, with the team. I love my job. I love where I'm at right now. Am I going to have to lie or am I, is that going to be the truth? It's just to start thinking now. I can't help but... I just can't help but worry. I see. But to move on to some real world... Not to say that there's this is all fake, by the way. Mm-hmm. To move on to some real world phrases that people have told me, I have a f- I have a friend in high school or had a friend in high school who told me, "Komatta toki otagai-sama." When we are in trouble, we're both like it's we're together. Is that how how do you translate that? When there's some when there's trouble, we we do it together, or something like that. How am I supposed to translate? So is like it's a burden, right? When we have a sort burden. of. So when we're in trouble, otavaisama uh, is like it's mutual. Mm. Um, it goes both ways, type of thing. So like the the whole meaning of it is to help each other, right? Yeah, and they were older than me, so it felt really nice. It was from a male. It was from a a, a male senpai. Oh, it just felt cool, you know, hearing it in real life. Like, wow, this is what people back then when I was more weebu. Like, wow, this is what people say in animes. I'm hearing it in real life. The etto chattamatte with the finger point 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 did you do that no i would embarrass myself in front of him but internally you were doing that (laughs) you know the do you know the 
there's a song, the Korean song that people use for effects, like the Pyol Vichinerinda, the Sha la 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 la. Have you heard the song before? Maybe. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's kind of. Or, do you know the Careless Whisper saxophone? The no yo okay never mind it, time slowed down that's what I'm saying like the Kamedon not really I don't the wall slam I've never experienced it but I don't I don't plan on experiencing it but do you want to though cause you know it it causes some uh, discussions. Oh, th- those things like that's that's a completely different episode. Let's say. <laughs> yeah, but then again, I mean, like I'm I'm kind of I'm not anti covid all, but do you really want someone to do that? Okay, this is totally another thing. But okay, let's go back to topic. Media, media. I don't know what did I grow up watching. In terms of media, I w- I did watch a lot of movies. Uh, I watch a lot of uh, J dramas. Uh-huh. Uh Initial D really affected my wish to drive. Oh. Any, uh, and I, I'm from Buma, so <gasps> we've got Akagi true. and Haruna and all that. All Is the that actually that's actually a mountain, right? Akagi. Mountain? Yes. Yes, it's all in Gunma. <sighs> oh, must be nice being from Gunma. Uh, sure. It's there's actually I I I found out a f- like a few years ago that these mountains or toges actually existed, like uh-huh. Akagi, Akina. Apparently, a- is it Akagi, Haruna, Yogi? I didn't read the manga though, but okay. I I watched and watch I watched the anime and I watched the live action, which is not in Japanese. Oh, do you know the drama Gokusen? Yes, of course. I grew up watching Gokusen. I grew up watching this. Uh, I don't know which this Western TV series called ER or Emergency Room. So I grew up watching. People doing surgeries. It's like it's drama, but so there's some. I guess it's not real, real, but I'd say it's pretty realistic in that you get to see organs, um, flesh, interesting medical series and medical uh, cases. I see. Bought so many DVDs of that back then when DVD players were a thing, and now everything's just streamed. Because back then, um, I wanted to pursue being in medical. Oh. And now I'm not, clearly. But Gokusen is a story of this... So the fourth leader of the Yakuza family, I'd say? Yes, yes. Is um, kind of disguising herself as a homeroom teacher at a delinquent high, uh, not really delinquent high school but she's a she teaches a high school class which her class is, is 
full of delinquent students. Yeah, but I learned a lot of values there. I never thought I'd learn from a yakuza, but they have so much discipline and honor. Like this is one episode. I don't know which season where she talks about because they fight a lot. The her students and with sometimes amongst their own classes or with other schools, she'd say, "You sh- to be on. You should fight bare hands and not with weapons like cowards." And I thought, "Oh, so that means when I fight somebody, I have to use my hands because that's honorable." But. I felt that as I was watching Gokusen, I was also being disciplined and fixed, because her students would really lack this sense of understanding about about what their parents would feel like or what their parents want from them, and really just focus on this is what this is what I want. This is the life that I want, and I'm not saying I understand how my parents 100% now, but at the very least. At the time, I gained a little bit more open-mindedness. That oh yeah, this would be really this would make my parents sad. Let's say if I don't do well in school just because I want to hang out with my friends more or things like that. It just gave me a really good basic value. Yeah, it gave me a basic, a really good basic sense of value and more respect. I'd say. Towards my parents at the time, and I keep I'm uh, speaking of parents. I do see from time to time there was this one video on TikTok that told me you don't have that much time. Your parents don't have that much time, and I hope you realize you. <laughs> and I hope you realize that before it's too late, because growing up, I don't know this is gonna get real sad or not, but growing up, I thought. My parents are always gonna be here to watch over me, to watch me, you know, grow. As I am already nearing thirty, what else am I gonna grow into? As I grow, get a job, get married, or well, I already have a job ish, but you know, as I progress into the next stage of my life and get married, become a family, be a family person. But the reality is that might not happen. I'll never know. And just to give more TikTok references, I watched another video that says people who tend to be focused on making sure everybody is included used to be somebody that was never included themselves, and that made me think. I see that. Oh, maybe that's why I'm so obsessed. With making sure people are included, nobody gets left behind. And another one that I'm trying to hopefully realize is I don't know who this person is, but they were giving a speech when they won an award, and they said three things which I might forget have forgotten. One of them, one of them being slowly is the fastest way to get somewhere. The next one is, oh, the top of one mountain is the bottom of the next. Okay. And my favorite one, which I'm probably misquoting, is someone's light. Someone's eyes light up when they when you enter the room. Interesting. That's something I want to be. 
again, I don't know if I'm pressuring myself, like you say, but really that's all I want to be. I want to be able to be the light of the room. No, I just want to be able to inspire someone like that or spark joy in someone like that. Again, if I borrow your mindset, maybe you already are. Maybe yeah, you already that, are that's doing what that. I was going to say. Yeah, see, this is what happens when you spend so much time with someone. I understand what you want to say. Sometimes, not 100%. I lack data. I was using telepathy, so <laughs> I hope it helped. <laughs> because to go back to quantum zen, I guess, I need to believe it for it to... I need to believe that I already, I already am and therefore I am. I know I said I want to be it, but maybe because I don't quite believe it yet. That's why I can't be it. Um, If I'm allowed to share my perspective Of course, here. of course, of course. So we've talked enough time to sort of understand each other more now. And from my perspective, I think you have a lot more friends and like I think you're loved by a lot of people already. Why, thank you. And I'm probably more of a lone wolf type in Ooh. comparison with you. But it's more of you just didn't see it or you weren't satisfied with it. And be- and for me, because I didn't care being alone, it didn't bother me. Uh, it didn't even bother me, like to start with so i don't know that's that's what i thought what do you think i don't know how to respond to that because if i say no that no i don't actually i don't think i have that many friends as you said it might be disrespectful to those people i always assumed i was a lone wolf because again i grew up with so much media because i was away from people you, know, you go to school, then you go home. You don't. So I go to lunch. You know what lunch is for? It's for eating. It's not for socializing. Over. So generally, maybe not with you, but when it's time to eat, you eat. When it's time to talk, you talk. You don't eat and talk at the same time. I'm kind of like that. Oh, we're getting. Well, I'm sorry for distracting you over that udon meal we had then. No, no, no. We had a great time. But it's just. Because I grew up in a way that eating is for eating because you have other things to do. You know, like you go, you eat, then you do homework or you do whatever, work after. When it's time, when you have free time, then you can socialize. You know, even Uh within the family, you know, you socialize, which I understand is a very important value to have and practice to have as well. Yeah, growing up, it was just eat faster, work faster, you know, efficiency, efficiency. Everything you do must be efficient. Like cooking. I often get told when you cook, you have to be efficient. Use as little pots and pans as possible so you don't have too much to wash. Makes sense. Or to be more poetic, you have to be efficient in your movement. Like when you do calligraphy, you know, one stroke, you should not waste it. Be intentional with your movements. I don't know how where I'm getting, I'm going with this, but it's that kind of efficiency. 
You can't I have see. any wasted movements. Those are the kind of phrases that I grew up with. So over time, I became quite, I want to say, overly obsessed with efficiency. It reminds me of my first year in university. Oh, would you mind elaborating a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, because um, obviously um, the amount of the word flowed became a lot more compared to um, when I was in high school. And also, it was first time living on my own, apart from parents. So I had to take care of myself doing the chores, right? So I was trying to schedule everything and I was trying to focus on efficiency. And, you know, that's where I became almost depressed and, you know, felt stuck. So I continued that kind of way of living uh, for for first uh, one to two years of university. And then I started changing my mindset. So I just wanted to add that I I was there. I was at a similar place at one point. But as I try or as we try to bring this to a close and talk about more recent ones, I understand that you already talked about your more recent influences. Everybody. But let me share a little bit about my recent influences just for context and for those of you who care and probably don't care but you're gonna have to listen to me anyways i because i'll be soon um be leaving canada and moving on to new opportunities i have this period of resigning from various positions in my church where i'm doing carrying out services or ministries specifically in uh, leading online like zoom sessions or the most my most enjoyable one documenting events and taking photos of church life which i really enjoy but those are my main ones as i'm resigning i'm having a hard time of letting go because this has been what i've been doing for the past six years or so in as I, since I moved to this church. So it means a lot to me. Stepping down and making way for the new generation of uh, photographers and leaders. I never really considered myself one, but as I'm thinking of resigning soon, which is actually by the at the time of this recording, it'll be just over one week from now, so it's it'll be on February 26th, I think, yes, that I'll be formally resigning from my position as um, resident photographer of my church, as well as um, what's called a young adults leader, as well as the media team for the, our church's podcast which uh, talks about real-world problems from a Christian perspective, or at least we try to, I started seeing a lot of my Oshi, or favorite members from JKD48, also start to move on to the next chapter of their life. And it's hard. 
it's hard, even though I don't know them and they don't know me. But you know, when you grow attached to figures and people that you hold dearly in your heart, even though they have no idea who you are, again, it's hard letting go. But because they're coming down from a very leadership position, as they're coming down from a leadership position, even though I don't want to say that I am in a similar position or have if not the same experience or close to their experience i believe they have a lot more experiences and you know they earned their position versus i i just became one because nobody else wanted to become one i don't know if that's really comparable or not but i worked through it a, most of the time alone i've had some support along the way very supportive artists as well but i put myself in that position i really related and I wanted to look deeper into their graduation and their parting because they're leaving behind a lot of younger people and I'm only leaving behind two younger people. I Again, see. not trying to compare, but I started to worry about what exactly. I started to worry if, I don't know if you've experienced this, but there are people who have some mean words and mouths and things to say sometimes when it does when your work doesn't really meet their standard. I don't know if you've experienced this, but I've had some people that um they disagree with the way I work, maybe the less so the results of the photos or the documentation that I do as long as you know they look nice then it's fine I've had people come up to me and talk about how all your new members aren't performing that well like they're very visible they're very seen versus I'm not trying to glorify myself but because I've been doing this since 2000 and uh 11 or 12 i'd say i've been documenting in churches since 2012 let's just let's to be safe i'll say 2012 i've done this for a while i know how to move and not be seen or be heard i know how not to disturb people and for some of these people they don't really do this or they haven't really done this they don't know what photos to take what photos not to take, when they should move, when they shouldn't move. So it's a lot of learning experience and it's hard when now there's more than one person. Granted, the two of them are make up my size. They're not giant. And most of the, and they're wearing like bright clothes versus I'm wearing like black. So it's under, I understand, and I understand that now my position, at least at the time, isn't really to do the work anymore. It's to prepare them as best as I can. And there's so many quotes that come up to my come rushing to my mind when I think about that. Like they're not you. It should be. I watched another video that's talked about how art should be fun and it shouldn't be work. How can I prepare? these new artists or emerging artists who are still everything excites them and they're so cute i don't know if you remember i don't know if you remember 
the first time you started discovering new skills and things that you can do and it just excites you because you get so happy over it right and now when we do these same things or similar things we just think oh that's cool i didn't know i can do that at least for me i've lost that excitement oh because i've robbed myself of that joy because i every time i achieve something i think this is this much is expected of you so a bit different from how i'm trying to guide these new people i see yeah that's a bit off topic of an ending as i sit here in the dark people for those of you who are only listeners because there's no video option anyway (laughs) surprisingly everything else except the internet has died yeah i mean we were meant to continue this conversation Ah, thank you. What was it called? Divine intervention is protection. <laughs> yes. Whoever you got that from. I don't even know where I got that from. But how should I bridge this? Is there anything else you would like to say before I try to bring this to a clean close? Or I don't know if I really answered nope. my own question I... of recent influence. But, oh, just to just use an anime as well for a more recent quote, I'd say, just so I can match with what Yori is saying. I'm going to take one roughly from the anime, The Magical Revolution of the Reincarnated Princess and the Genius Young Lady. Which, yes. what's the Japanese title? Sorry. Oh, do I know the Japanese title? I think it was something like... If not, then we will repeat this again. Am I right? No, would you it's like to repeat this again? Would you like to take Give it out? So I'll just, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I was correct. So the full Japanese title is Just to use an anime as well for a more recent. A quote or media that affected me. I'm gonna take one from roughly from an anime called "The Magical Revolution of the Reincarnated Princess and the Genius Young Lady." What's the Japanese title? That Yuri. It's not really a specific quote. I'd say it's so far. I'm gonna take it from what I've learned so far about being free and being whoever you want to be. And There's not being so um, stuck in the mold of being the perfect child. Which, again, if that's you and that's what you want to do, completely, that's you. You know, mm-hmm. you do what you want. And go you. I'm proud of you. But in my journey so far and how this has affected me, I also just want to try to give up on being the ideal person. I have. Of course, it'd be nice, you know, ideal child. The family is proud of you, does not bring dishonor to the family, as I say a few times already. It'll be nice. But if you've listened to the few episodes before where Yori talks about her relationship with her family, and I don't think I talk about my relationship with my family enough compared to Yori. She talks about how her parents 
love for her is sometimes, or if not most of the times, bigger than the problem that is presented. And it's quite yes. inspiring. But then when I think about it that way, oh, I have to be the ideal, the perfect you know, mold of a child for them. I have to make them proud. When off air, or I guess in our own separate time, I hear from my parents that, like, what do you want though? Like, I think every parent's wish is to know that their child knows what they want to do and can see that they are successful on their own and they can survive on their own. Because this is a complete off topic, but maybe a different episode as well. Once I, just briefly, I asked my uh, my parents about, you know, don't you don't you want to see me married and be in a family? And they said, not really. It's like, it's up to you. Because it's not, the reality is marriage and relationships isn't what it's all cut out to be or all the fantasy that you might see it, it as. Because if you're happier by yourself, then you sh- then that's all that we want for you. We just want you to be, be able to be happy. If that's with someone else, then you be with someone else. But if, if you feel happier with yourself, then you can be by yourself. No one's going to push you. And I thought, wow, that's, a, that's really nice to hear. See, you never know until you ask them. So just ask. Case by case. That's true. I, I'm sure there are parents who are not very supportive, but if you haven't asked them, just ask first. But is, is there anything else you'd like to add to this episode on medias or phrases that affected you? Well, not not to um, use that anime as a reference, but I hope I did some of the job that Anis did to Yuffie, to you. Letting you become a little bit freer, free, is, is that the word? More free than you used to be. I'm sure that as we all grew up, we have come across some type of media or sayings, analogies, lessons that we've learned from our environments or from various media such as TV or social media. But ultimately, everything taken in consideration or moderation can lead to positive changes and hopefully not negative changes. And as every day we are continuously fed with information through our various devices, I hope that we can all learn to filter and not just be spoon-fed with whatever we see and consume. But where can people find you on social media or your work, Iori? So I have an Instagram account for my artwork, and it's at iori.artwork. So it's spelled as I-O-R-I dot A-R-T W-O-R-K. And if you'd like to find my work and my other social medias as well, I am also on Instagram at jasoto. That is at sign J-A-S-S-O-E-T-O. And we hope that you also follow our Instagram at 
quantum perspectives, that is at sign Q-U-A-N-T-U-M-P-E-R-S-P-E-C-T-I-V-E-S, quantum perspectives. Thank you for listening to this episode of Quantum Perspectives. We hope you learned something or some things, and we hope to see you, or we hope you can listen to our next one as well. Bye. Bye.